I'm Tiffany Norris, and you're listening to This is Richardson. This is a podcast that tells the stories of the people and places of Richardson, Texas. And this is probably a good time to acknowledge that this is not exactly an objective podcast. In fact, it would probably be more accurate if we had titled it, This is Our Richardson. If my husband and I had unlimited time, we would truly love to tell the stories of all 116,783 or so people in Richardson, the stories of your businesses, your organizations, your histories here. But we don't have unlimited time. And one of my husband's rules of podcasting is start with what you know and learn as you go. So we are starting with what we know, the businesses we love here, the places that we go regularly. And in this episode, Ivy Lassiter, the children's pastor at First Baptist Richardson, our church. We hope we have time to learn more of your stories as we go along. And we'll do our best to tell as many as we can. And in this episode, we hope you enjoy learning more about Ivy's story and the story of First Baptist Richardson. Tell me a little bit about your history here. You grew up here, right? Yeah. My parents lived in Alabama and like the day after they got married, drove to Texas. Wow. And they both had spent their entire lives in Alabama. So my parents somehow, I'm not sure specifically how they settled on Richardson in the Dallas area, but they settled in Richardson and one year turned into 35 years or longer. Um, but anyway, so I my parents found First Baptist Richardson, and I think we're a part of this church since 79, and I was born in 85. So literally, like I have been in Richardson and in this church for a long, long time, my whole life. The things I remember about growing up in Richardson and the things that I love about it, I loved my school experience. So I went to Big Springs and Apollo and Berkner, Apollo for junior high and Berkner for high school. And what I loved about it was Big Springs didn't feel huge to me. Apollo didn't feel huge. Berkner didn't. But big enough to be able to make different friends Big enough schools to be able to be involved in different things. Like not so huge that you you had to be like super, super good to play sports, if that makes sense. But you could be involved and feel like you knew most of the people. I remember in elementary school just feeling like I was known by my teachers and I knew most of the people in my grade, which was really just a sweet feeling in elementary school. Um, in junior high, this is going to get a little personal, but in junior high, um, when I was in seventh grade... Uh, it was when my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I just remember it was a big deal. Like as a seventh grader, it was a really big deal. Um, I guess not just as a seventh grader for any anybody. but um, And I remember going to Apollo and one of my teachers specifically said, hey, Ivy, I want to talk with you. And she took the time, like she stopped her class. She took me out in the hall, which I didn't. I remember like she had everyone busy with something. It wasn't like, let me call you out, Ivy. But like she took me out in the hall and she just said, hey, I remember I, I heard about your mom and I just want you to know that I want to be here for you and I want to help you. And and it just felt like Apollo was a place that for junior high, like my teachers cared about me and knew me, you know. Um, and then in high school at Berkner, like, the things that I was involved in, I felt like Berkner did a really good job of uh, 
creating activities where kids could get excited about something. I was on the drill team. And that was this great experience for me of like learning about discipline and getting to know other people and how do you work on a team and all of that. And that was really meaningful for me. Um, the other thing I loved about Ber- – I specifically remember it in Berkner is that I went to a school where not everybody looked like me. It was super diverse. Um, and I think Richardson's even – or maybe I'm just more aware of it as an adult – but I think it's even more diverse. But I remember going to college and I went to Auburn in Alabama and talking to my college friends about their high school experience and realizing what a unique, special thing it was for me to go to Berkner High School and like have people literally from homes from all over the world. And my college friends, a lot of them were like, Everyone look like me. And I just think we as people, like, it's dangerous for us to just live in our own world where we look around and everyone's like us and thinks like us and has the same upbringing background as us. You know, it's something that's important to me. And I feel like growing up in Richardson gave me that. Uh, So that's kind of school, growing up in school in Richardson. Um, Growing up in this church was such a significant part of my Richardson experience, I would say. A lot of my friends at this church also went to my school, and that was really special for us to be able to see each other on Sundays. And this church, I felt like um, growing up here, again, I felt really known. I feel like people really cared about me growing up. Like I felt like I had this community of people that would come around us and and loved our family really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that became – that was super significant for my parents and for me because my grandparents all lived in Alabama, 800 miles away. And so I was close to them but not on a day-to-day basis. And so this church, I, I think about people in this church that stepped in and became those kind of grandparents – um, and aunts and uncles to me. And that, that's been super significant and special about this place. I love that. Yeah. And yeah, the diversity, that was one of the first things we noticed even when we moved to Fort Worth. And then when we moved over to this side of things, then there are so many people and um, so many different cultures and stories that really stood out oh, about yeah. this area to us too. And I love that our girls are in in a public school with friends who speak Spanish and Arabic. Yeah. And, you know, oh, it just, yeah. it's um, just a wide variety of experiences that they are getting to experience through other people. So that's yeah, really cool. It's very nice. cool. Yeah. Well, so you did, you went away for college and mm-hmm. did you come back right after or did it take a little while to make your way back here? So, well, this is a good, if, if I'm completely honest, I was at, you know, Auburn and I got an elementary education degree and I asked God to send me anywhere. I wanted to go anywhere. And I guess I also said anywhere, but don't send me back to the Dallas area. <laughs> And and I think in my mind, I thought if the adventure is better outside, the adventure, if I can go somewhere far away, that's more adventurous. Well, it quickly became clear because I, I was praying about it all the time. Like, okay, God, where do you want me to go? I will go anywhere. And I was online looking at all these teaching places in Italy and 
New York and London and all these, you know, quote, adventurous places. And and this is the cool story. So my sister was living in Seattle, Washington. I have a sister who's three years older than me. And she was living in Seattle. And I was wrapping up at Auburn, finishing my degree there. And my mom was here and still battling cancer. And so she was spending time with God one morning, and um, she felt God say, sweet, you're always praying for what everybody else wants. What do you want? And so she prayed. She, she said, I would actually really like if my girls would be home. Okay. And so that same week, I woke up. And I felt so strongly this, you're supposed to move back to Dallas, the Dallas area, you know? And I was like, okay. Well, that afternoon, my sister calls and she says, hey, Ivy, I have some news. I'm supposed to leave Seattle and move and come back home. Oh, my goodness. We later found out that my mom prayed that. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> neither one of us were exactly happy to come back to Dallas. But we – it obedience to God was super important to us, is super important to us. So we both moved back and my sister and I lived in Dallas in, you know, fun single area, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, we did that because I guess we still, we were like, we just, we want kind of an adventure, you know, Mm -hmm. and that felt a little bit more adventurous or whatever. Well, um, so I lived, we lived in Dallas um, my sister and I, and then two and a half years later, I'll just speed it up. My husband and I got married. We lived in Dallas. We stayed in Dallas. And then I got pregnant. <laughs> and so, um, and I guess first came, I got the job here mm. and then I got pregnant. So it kind of felt like, okay, my world is beginning, getting the job here in Richardson, my world is beginning to feel like, we need to look at living in Richardson, mm-hmm. and so um, and also when I look around, when I looked at um, schools and the type of community that I wanted to raise my child in, Richardson just felt right. So that's kind of the journey of how we we got there, wanting to be adventurous and then baking our way here. And what's so crazy about that story that I always say is like, you know, we think we want like what we deem as one thing, like, I want the adventurous thing, that really God's plans are always the most adventurous, and they're the best. Mm -hmm. And I look at what I get to do now, and I'm like, I'm on an adventure now. Yeah. And and it's right, and it's good, and it's not boring at all, you know? (laughs) Yes. Um, And it's interesting, too, like the amount of people that I went to high school with that moved back here. Oh, that is interesting. And I don't know, like, a family, they have three kids. They moved in like three doors down from us. And I have not seen them since probably high school. And they were like, hey, we know. And it's like, what? How did we? But we, we end up back here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what differences have you seen? Because you've seen it from the growing up perspective and now you're parenting here. What are some of those differences or similarities that you see that stand out? It's almost like the similarities are more obvious to me. Like, parents are invested in the schools, and that's how it felt when I was growing up. Now, you know, your fourth grade perspective maybe is different than reality, but the the schools that I grew up in, the parents were really invested in them. And it seems like that's still the case. 
that community feel like – I mean, my son just is, what, two a month, two months into kindergarten, so I'm kind of new. But, like, it seems like it's a value for the kids in the schools to feel known. I even loved – I don't know if you saw the – um whatever the, the slogan or the vision that RISD has for – it's like RISD say something. Mm-hmm that it's important for the educators or anybody that works in the district to like say something and go the extra mile to to make a kid's day and i just thought like what a sweet thing for our district to value and i think that was a value at least i felt it when i grew up in the schools i feel like that's a similarity um i feel like the arts like theater choir band was a was always super important growing up for for the district um, and for the community, and I feel like it still is. That was one thing we noticed with the school, too, is that um, the number of teachers, at least in our elementary school, that have been in RISD really? for a long time. And many, I think our principal and maybe associate principal even grew up in the system and, again, stayed here. Uh-huh. They're raising their families here. They're working here. Yeah, It seems like a um, kind of a long-term place to be right next door to Dallas, which seems, you know, like you might see a lot of turnover with, you know, young professionals and that type of thing. But yeah, I mean, Richardson seems like the place where you want to invest. Yeah, that that yeah. is an interesting observation because mm-hmm. it doesn't feel very transient to me. It's very – you settle. Even mm-hmm. my neighbors, some of them are the yeah. original owners or oh. have at least been there for 30 years or more. I'm like, that's a long time to be in a place, yes, you know? exactly. I mean, I guess even my dad is like, you know, stayed in that house and – is he still in the same he, house? He's in the same to? house. Oh, so amazing. are my in-laws, wow. you know? So it, there wow. is something about it that's like maybe loyal or I don't know. Well, and maybe that's a nice transition into this church then because it has mm-hmm. been here a long time. Um, kind of what do you see as it, as its place in Richardson? How does it fit with that long-term investment then? One of the things that I feel this church has always valued children and family. It's like as the children's pastor here, if I mean, I if I can, I'll say, hey, I'm really feeling led to do this, or guys, I'm really feeling led led to make this change or this tweak, or even even financially, like, hey, do we have budget for this? This church is a place that will always say yes when it comes to children's ministry. Like, yes, we will make that change. Yes, we will support that. Yes, we will do, you know, and that to me communicates we value children and we value the family. Um, I think we also really care about making Richardson a better place. One of the things that we'll kind of say in in staff meetings and is like, if this church picked up and dissolved or moved, like, would anyone notice? Oh, wow. That'd be interesting. You know? And so it's a it's a big deal to us that we're we're not just here, it, you know, caring only about ourselves and doing our own thing, but that we're actually making an impact on the community and and making Richardson a better place. And I, I think hoping at some point Pastor Ron will get on here because he's so influential and passionate about this idea um, and things like. You know, we realized there were kids that would start school and wouldn't have school supplies or backpacks. And so 
for the past two years, we've done this backpack drive thing so that our kids in Richardson would be able to go to school with the school supplies they need. And so that's been cool. And, and, um, different ways like the, the wildflower festival where you, a part of that and we have volunteered and they ended up not was, needing us oh. because there were so many people we oh. have volunteered as a class well, there we go and our teacher came back and said you know what people have filled up the spots yeah. so we're we're good this time but yeah so i mean we staff the entire children's area at uh-huh. wildflower right yeah and um that's just a way to say hey we love richardson and we care about this place our pastor went through a thing there's a thing called leadership richardson if you're aware of it yes. that the, the city puts mm-hmm. on and Different leaders in Richardson can get to know about the city more and help find ways to help. And so our pastor went through that, and we've had several leaders on staff go through that. So we just want to be a church that makes Richardson better. Another thing that has been cool and is Josiah, our contemporary worship pastor, felt led to lead a worship night in for the city, not just for our church and our church people, but for the city so the people of Richardson could come and worship. And so we did that at Communion Coffee. And that's been so – it was really cool to see, like, I mean, tons of people that I didn't recognize from our church worshiping God together. There's a lot of other great churches in Richardson that are worshiping Jesus, and we're excited about that. So the other thing about our church that's kind of the, – that you asked about the history of Richardson, and our church has a lot of people who are – been a part of this church for a long time. Like I it's it's kind of a joke of like, oh, if you've only been at the church for 30 years, then you're still a newbie. <laughs> and so um, you know, which is not whatever. That's not, you know, but um it just it's one of those things where I'm always amazed. I'm like, wow, you have been investing in this church. You care about this church a lot, you know? And um, it's kind of a unique thing about First Baptist Richardson. What is your favorite place in Richardson, whether it's a business or um, just a spot in the city, but let's say other than the church? Okay, <laughs> yes. What would I your do favorite? get out of this place every so often. <laughs> What's your favorite place? Ooh, that's a good question. The mm. place that I like love to go to be like, oh, is I really love going to Pure Bar. Mm-hmm. Same. It, it's like this great way to start my day. I leave before my family's awake, get there, get my blood flowing, work out, usually pray while I'm doing it. It's this thing that helps me have sanity. So there, so that has like a, I love that place. But then my boys love going to spin pizza. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, and they always eat really good there. Like they, mm-hmm. they down that pizza like I don't have to say like I need you to take some more bites like they love that pizza and and it might be because of the ice cream after uh, you know it's yes. like you once you finish your pizza but Warren is like it's my favorite pizza this is my kindergartner and so it just has this like special place of like quality time with my family and my boys that I really love that place If you're listening to this episode before December, we would love for you to come to some of the Christmas events at our church. First Baptist Richardson hosts First Christmas on December 1st, which is so much fun for kiddos. And it is also a lot of fun for moms like me who get very excited to go to petting zoos and see all the animals. We also have a concert mid-month, as well as services closer to Christmas Day. You can find all those details at fbrichardson.org slash Christmas. If you're coming, let us know. We would love to meet you there and find out who's listening to the show. 
You can contact us at thisisrichardson.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Is Richardson, and we'll link to our social media and the church's social media in the show notes as well. Thanks for listening to This Is Richardson, and we look forward to telling as many of your stories as we can.